Hello, The Initiated. My name is Marcus Junikala, and this is the Be a Better Artist podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about luxury and most importantly, how luxury relates to an artistic pursuit, any sort of creative pursuit. Now, if you intend to transition from a hobbyist into a semi-professional or professional, it's likely that you're going to have to think about money a bit. At least at the very early stages of your career, your creative work isn't making money for you, or at least it isn't making a lot of money for you, or at the very least, it's not making consistent money for you. From a certain perspective, I think it's valuable to say that anything beyond basic needs is a luxury. Now, that might be unreasonable to some people, might be unreasonable to you, but try and use this as a tool. Like perspectives aren't all about what is absolutely right or absolutely wrong, or what is correct and false for you and your situation. It's very useful to utilize perspectives as tools, saying if this were to be true, how would it be true? And in fact, this is at the heart of the scientific method. And, and a lot of people these days tend to think that they are scientifically minded or oriented, or they believe in science and put it on a pedestal. And I, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I think that's a pretty solid thing, but yet they don't apply the scientific method to their life. But so much of the scientific method is about trying to prove that you're wrong. And in fact, I think this is at the core of any sort of a decent uh, intellectual endeavor. Now, why is it useful to think about everything else beyond basic necessities as luxury? If you want to move upwards and onwards in your life, a big chunk of it is resource management. And the thing about luxuries is that they don't actually improve the fundamental parameters of happiness in life. Obviously, What's important when I say that is to actually define happiness. And personally, I am of the belief that the deepest sources of happiness do indeed come from within. So what that practically is, is engaging in work that is meaningful and purposeful, something that you see a bigger picture in. You see yourself participating in bigger things than yourself. And where we also derive meaning and purpose is growth, actually working on something that appropriately challenges you. It can give you a, a number of different uh, stimuli or a number of different uh, challenges, could be physical, could be intellectual. Hopefully it's gonna be both. But getting a sense of learning, getting a sense of growth is really essential in helping us see the path in our life. We're actually moving from point A to point B. Also, I think it's really important to try and get your mental health in order, your mental state in order. And really at the core of that, I believe it's all about facing your demons. We all know what kind of mental or cognitive or even spiritual challenges we have. We all know the demons that live underneath and I think a big part of, of happiness is being at peace. 
if peace cannot be attained, and obviously that's not a permanent state, we're always fluctuating between states, but you want your center to be at peace. And always you can go to war, you can go and prepare and so forth, but you want to have your equilibrium being at peace so that you have appropriate perspective on life. And it's impossible to achieve peace until you wrestle with your demons, until you confront all of your inner problems, until you wrestle with your ego, you learn to manage your ego, you learn to appreciate your ego, but you also learn to keep it in check. All of these things are essential if you are to achieve peace, and I think peace is a huge part of the access point to happiness. Because without peace, you'll be bouncing back and forth between different other states, and largely those are going to be driven by bitterness and resentment. And you know, if you spend your life with those two things, uh, you're going to be a sour person, and it's uh, it's not going to amount to how I would define a, a happy life. And uh, I don't wish anyone did that to themselves and by proxy to other people. So that's kind of a both long-winded as well as condensed uh, way of describing some of the some of the components of true happiness in my estimation. And going back to the point of luxuries, luxuries do not nourish these aspects in your life. You can't buy your way into any of these things. You have to do the tough mental and practical work to work your way through those kind of things. Now, can luxuries help you improve those things? Absolutely. And this brings us to the point of what luxuries really are. They increase convenience. So for example, you could have a number of different technologies that you can purchase as luxuries that can help you improve your mental health, improve your physical health, and that can certainly help you move the needle. But they're making that process more convenient. So luxuries increase convenience, but convenience doesn't get the work done. It can lower the threshold. They can make things more accessible, a bit easier. But just because something is more convenient doesn't mean someone's going to do the work. Doesn't mean someone's going to put in the effort. So luxury never is the answer to your question. And yes, utilize the technology out there. Utilize whatever luxury is out there available to you to move the needle, to increase the buffer, to make it more likely that you'll get the work done. But I would never suggest that you rely on that because that, that begins to move us to the realm of narrative, of, of story once again. So we start telling ourselves things about how things will change once we have X or Y, how we'll finally be happy or able to do this or that once we get this piece of technology or that house or that car or that piece of clothing or this piece of software or this piece of hardware. That's never going to change your life. You need to change the more fundamental behaviors in your life if you are to really start moving the needle. And I'd be extremely skeptical of yourself and, and, and your uh, ideas and emotions when you find yourself thinking, oh, once I have this piece of software, my music is going to improve. Or once I have this sample library or this virtual instrument or that keyboard or this piece of hardware, whatever it is, 
you get the idea. The point is we externalize responsibility by attaching it to a narrative that we can easily sell to ourselves. And if you find yourself in those kind of situations and those kind of ideas, I'd be extremely skeptical of that and I'd quash that idea as fast as possible because it's likely you're not thinking about this from the position of first principles. You're kind of reasoning through analogy and you're reasoning through a narrative instead of breaking down your actual situation and your process and your aims and where you are and looking at what you actually need. And most likely what you actually need is skill acquisition, behavioral change, tough mental work in the form of studying and application and exercising discipline and humility and patience. And all, of, all of these things are extremely difficult and they all require you to do the work. And yes, luxuries can assist you in that process, let's say in the form of apps or in the form of a piece of technology like, I don't know, a smartwatch, depending on whatever you're doing. But all they do is increase the buffer so that you can apply more willpower, you can externalize certain processes on those apps, which can make it easier for you to get into that behavior. But ultimately, all it's doing is lowering the threshold or increasing the buffer. And again, these are great things, but you can, in fact, live without them. And they just make things more convenient. They make things easier. So going back to our point of financial stress and creativity, in most cases, you're flowing your money into these luxuries, selling yourself this narrative that this is going to significantly change something or, you know, or move the needle into a direction that is going to be beneficial for you. But in most cases, you're just buying into that narrative for short term comfort and security. And obviously, it's nice to get these shiny things, new things that stimulate you. But most things in life, almost all of them are going to become familiar to you. They're going to become something that you take for granted. And you're going to lose that perspective. And if you don't have any fundamental processes underneath that are there to renew your connection to these luxuries that could increase your buffer or lower your threshold. If you have none of those behaviors or skills, then it's very likely that that luxury is just going to blend into the background now and you're back in square one where you were previously. Now, obviously, typically then you spin another narrative. Oh, I need this piece of hardware or this piece of software and on and on it goes. We do this sometimes infinitely, but hopefully at some point we get sick and tired of nothing changing and maybe start asking some of the right questions of maybe it's me, maybe I'm the problem. And let's now start dissecting what in me could be the problem behind this. And you're probably not far off assuming that some of your mental perspectives are faulty, wrong, lacking. Maybe you need some skill acquisition. Maybe you need to develop your craft. Maybe you need to wrestle with some inner demons before you can advance to the next stage of uh, your 
you know, cognitive uh, improvement. Anything in that category is a better bet. So if you're not mindful of this whole cycle that we can find ourselves in, then it's more likely that you keep wasting your money on these luxuries on and on and on time and time again. Instead, when you could be saving up money, for example, or, you know, actually investing that money. I'm not saying investing in the, you know, investment marketplace sense. Every time we take money and we put it into something that scales into the future and we can continue leveraging um, into the future, that's, that's an investment. So we can invest in ourselves. That's the biggest investment, in fact, that you can make acquiring skills that you can use far into the future because those skills allow you to make more money and create what you want to create more of something you learn today and continue to utilize every day into your future until you die that's a tremendous investment and obviously i think one of the biggest investments you can make is you know facing your inner demons and getting your mental health your mental landscape in order because that scales in every single thing that you do in life. So that's really the best investment you can be making. And again, this is a good example of a luxury that could actually help you in that process, you know, an app or, or something that uh, facilitates those processes. That's a good investment. But again, be very suspicious about making those investments and purchasing those luxuries because it's more likely that we're selling ourselves a story rather than a reality. And I think a good way to kind of gauge whether that's happening or not is purchasing something that doesn't make you feel all that great. <laughs> you know, knowing that something is the right move, but when you buy it, it's not fancy, it's not flashy, it's probably kind of boring and you're kind of like, oh, do I want to put money into this? But logically, if it makes sense, if you see that it's actually, you know, improving the, the processes that facilitate proper investments in, in yourself, developing your mind, developing your health, developing your thinking, developing your knowledge and wisdom, if you know that it's actually going to do it and you, you don't feel very flashy about making that purchase, then that's usually, at least for me, a very good telling sign that uh, this is the, the right thing to be putting your money in. You know, it doesn't feel great to pay your rent or your electricity or water bill or internet, but all of these things are, you know, very essential and uh, yeah, life gets pretty miserable pretty fast if you uh, don't have those things. You know, unless you live in the wilderness and you, you can make that work, that's a different story. But, you know, if you're living in our Western uh, modern society, then uh, those things are very essential. You know, it's not nice to be living on the street and being cold and not having food or not having electricity and all that stuff. So if something is in that same category, then it's uh, probably goes into that camp. And, you know, those are those are uh, reasonable, good things to be putting your money into. But yeah, if you can't figure out how to separate a superficial luxury from a practically useful one, then it's very likely that you'll just keep sinking money into, into that. And uh, then it becomes very, very difficult to 
advance in your life because you're constantly sinking money into, into that process. So instead, start saving that money or start properly investing it, whatever it means to you. My recommendation is to invest in yourself and then secondarily into these other things. I don't know much about finance in truth, so you're gonna have to listen to a different podcast for that. But uh, you know, regardless, making investments is uh, smart, improving your own thinking, improving your own wisdom, your knowledge, your skills, uh, your mental health, your mindset, and all of these things. That money is never wasted. Obviously, there are resources that don't help you in that pursuit, but at least you've excluded uh, those from the equation. It might seem risky on the surface because you don't feel like there's any guarantee of improvement, but um, if you commit to that process in a truthful, uh, efficient manner, then there's, there's no stopping it. I don't think there's any better investment you can make in life. In fact, I'm so confident that I can say there is no better investment you can do in life. Because this is life. You are life as you know it, as you experience it, and as you improve this vessel or this, um, should I say, this thing that we are as a whole. Everything comes and goes through you in your life. So improving that uh, holistically is a good idea. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Finish.